So, Bill, I was really disappointed the other day. I hate it. I hate it when you get disappointed. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why, but I'm, dis- I'm, I'm disappointed you're disappointed. What was that sound? <laughs> Just, it was I, another I, outdoor sound. Another outdoor sound. Listeners, we, we got some outdoor noise got today. We some anyway, out there. Anyway, I was really depressed because I went to this carnival the other day mm. and um, wanted to ride in the Tunnel of Love. Tunnel, oh, Tunnel of Love. Boom. <sighs> wanted to go down that mm. tunnel, and it mm. was broken. Oh. Yeah. They had a sign hung up that said, um, out of ardor. <laughs> can I ask you something? Can you can you spell that out for me? <laughs> out of ardor. Ardor. A-R-D-O-R. Ardor. Ardor. Oh. <laughs> I see. Am well, I putting the the syllab uh, the the emphasis on the wrong syllable? I probably not. <laughs> probably not. Tunnel of love, you know. Yeah, out of love, my out eyes, of ardor. My eyes ardored her. I couldn't lay to, lay a hand on her. My eyes ardored her. Mm. Yes, that was a good that was a good um, album by Bruce Springsteen. I love tunnel, that album. I think it's love. really underrated. Underrated, underrated, and you know. Well, a lot of people are just mad at him because he married the model, you know, that I can't remember her name, mm-hmm. and just got all cleaned up, you know, didn't look like a heroin addict anymore. That didn't last long, though, did it? <laughs> but it didn't last, and, uh-huh. and that's when that album came out, but I thought it was, I thought, oh, man. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tunnels, tunnel love, we're tunnel, talking about tunnels, tunnels today. Tunnels. Tunnels and various yep. other things. Tunnels, I have known. The tunnels That's what I wrote down on my outline the as a title. The tunnels I've traveled. <clears throat> the tunnels I have dug. I've dug myself into a few tunnels. I had yes. to dig myself out. Yes. Right? Yes. And mm-hmm. then sometimes you've seen the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's, hopefully it's not a train or a, you know some sort of a obstacle. Mm-hmm. Oh, or yeah. you've had tunnel vision. Yes. Right. Yeah. Had blinders on tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's, there's a lot of things going on with the word tunnel. Which right. we'll get into. Right, I'm sure you. I'm sure. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have asked your um, betrothed. Yeah, yeah. In lieu of a real, of a real physical um, uh, lover, which you know I don't have, so I have to keep going uh, to the need, online etymology dictionary. Nothing but trouble. <laughs> that's that's my lover. You all know the OED. Mm-hmm. You know, which that was also the initials for the Oxford English Dictionary, which was you know my lover back in the paper days. Mm-hmm. Always reliable. <laughs> Never talk back. Always gave you some answers. You know when you went asking. I loved it. I have a big. Um, back when I was teaching, I had always had some kind of podium that I had the big o- OED setting out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a um, librarian was going to throw some away one time, and I'm like, "No, you shall not." <laughs> it was fighting words. <laughs> yeah. Well, the art of holding readable materials is coming to an end. Yeah, from newspapers to books to it's. I lament that because I and I like digital. That's fine. It's for yeah, the it's for the yeah, youngins. Yeah, yeah. But I miss I, I miss the rattle of a of a newspaper. I miss the smell of a musty book. Mm-hmm. I'm going down the ra- rabbit tunnel hole here. <laughs> no, you know? no, you know I do too. I mm-hmm. like the I like the smell of decomposing paper. Mm-hmm. There's just something to it. It's much better than a decomposing body. Yeah, <laughs> any day, any day. Yes, I'm not going to ask how you know that, but it, 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 any day it's better, right? I agree. But anyway, welcome yeah. to Wacky Poem Life, Wacky. episode 93. Oh, my gosh. We look young for our age, don't we? Oh, my gosh. 
Gosh, when we get to 100, we're going to do a special event. I think we said this last time. Mm -hmm. It'll be September 16th. We're going to do it on a Saturday, and we're going to celebrate our 100th. And we're going to do it with people it maybe coming and going, and we might embarrass them or maybe not. Put, yeah. them on, put them on the mic or maybe not. They may embarrass us. We will probably embarrass ourselves. That's true, so, as, as per usual. Yeah. Right. But, but uh, that will be fun. That is, And it's a milestone coming up pretty quickly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I am Sean. I'm Bill. And we come to you from the rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry in Locust Grove, mm -hmm. the Wonder City. Wonder City. As it was called back in 1912 when it was founded. Right. They were trying to get the railroad to come here, and they're like, this is a wonder city, yeah, Mr. Railroad Man. Wonder. Don't you want to come here? Wonder. She said, I wonder why. No, I'm kidding. I'm, t I'm kidding. No, 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 no. That's what you might ask. Driving yeah. through, it's like, really? Wonder city? Okay. Wonder city. Lots to wonder about. You know, there are, there are some wonders here. We are yeah. fresh out of a out of a yoga session this morning. I have. Yeah, that I, was I, one, I, wonderful. I bent. But I did almost broke. I didn't didn't break thanks to Master Paul. I did not break. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got lots of wonderful things going on here at the museum. If you live anywhere in the area, northeastern Oklahoma, come and check them out. Or if you just happen to be passing through or zooming by, like mm -hmm. whoever just zoomed by outside, right, without stopping, <laughs> you should stop. Stop. Come in. Smell yeah. the roses. Yeah, Smell yeah, the poetry. Yeah. So on our, our podcast, if for some reason you just are tuning in for the first time, we take a poem that someone has uh, left in the museum because this is an interactive place and we are encouraging you to write or to type and to leave your, your messages and your missives and your poems mm -hmm. and your couplets and your anagrams and your yeah, epigrams. Anything that you have inside, <laughs> anything that is, you want, it's bubbling up internally and you want to leave and it's, you can do it not obviously anonymously and it's, it's almost cathartic and therapeutic to do this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when we find gems, we discuss them, mm -hmm. which makes them gemmier, you know, but it just is a, it's a cool thing. You know, I was just thinking we probably have lots of people's DNA in this museum. True. You know, this would be a crime scene nightmare. If anything happens here, it's like you got 17,000 fingerprints everywhere. You know? Sweat. <laughs> Sweat. Right you know. now, well, it's exactly. going to be 105 today. So, yeah. it, and my air conditioner in here, it's, it's working, you know, but whoo, 105. It's hateful weather. Yeah. It's hateful. It's yeah. dangerously hateful. <laughs> it's not liking us. You know, I do a few things in the morning. I water and feed the birds and dogs and critters, and then it's like, Time to go underground, guys. Go underground. Get underground. Let's get in the tunnel. Yeah. Get in the tunnel. Get in the, there we go. Get down, down the tunnel. So I was walking around like I do inside here looking because somebody's always, you know, putting up a sticky note or hanging something on the wall. And I noticed. And I noticed this on a blue piece of paper that someone had written on. And I don't know how long it had been there because mm. I had just noticed it. It was kind of hidden uh, behind uh, a mannequin. Mm -hmm. Which, if you go to wackypoemlife.com, you'll see the picture of where it was hanging. That was mm -hmm. a neat picture. You know, had the mannequin head, and then here's yeah. the little poem. And there's, yeah. you could see the ram head above Yeah, it. right. <laughs> so this little poem was hanging there, and I'm like, what? How long has that been there? Well, Let, you would have noticed it. I didn't it. notice it when I manned the museum a few weeks ago. I didn't okay, notice so it. So it's recent. fairly recent, okay. I think. Yeah. Right. And it's just signed by initials, so I'm mm -hmm. not sure who it is. Yeah. Shall you I read? Please read. I, I shall this read. is our poem for this episode. Poem for the day. Poetry has guided me through some dark tunnels in my life. Then the light came up and led me to my poetry place, my garden, that my mother made for me. 
and the initials are MKF. I just thought it was lovely, mm-hmm. you know, lovely. And to mm-hmm. share this um, kind of ray of light. But I, I was thinking, Sean, uh-huh. what, what a gift for any parent to leave to a child, to introduce the child to a lifelong passion, interest, mm-hmm. you know. What a gift. Yeah. It wasn't a new it wasn't a new set of headphones or roller skates. It was a love of poetry or like of at least a like of poetry. Okay. And I thought, what a gift, you know. I know that your mother has given her children, including you, the gift of the appreciation of education. Right. Which right. has really expanded your, your horizons. Yeah. Love of reading. Love of you reading. Know, I've talked about it on here before, but I have, you know, great memories of the four kids and mom going over to the the county library and checking out stacks of books because we yeah. knew the librarian and she let us check out more than we were supposed to. Yeah. And just bringing those home and just going through those just one at right. a time. Just sort of And then leafing. again. <laughs> yeah, leafing through, smelling the pages and, yeah. you know. Absolutely. So that's neat. So you're, let's see. So poetry has guided me through some dark tunnels in my life. Then the light came up and led me to my poetry place my garden that my mother made for me so obviously her this person's mother um gave the light of poetry to the dark and shed it on the dark places so and you can i guess identify with this as a poet a published Mm -hmm. poet a lover of poetry that you know i find very fascinating which i i I like poetry i'm learning to love it Mm -hmm. i kind of love it sean actually what Um, yeah i do love it very good at it now but um but poetry place, mm-hmm. poetry place. I really like poetry place. My poetry place. Mm-hmm. This we're sitting in your poetry place. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is your poetry place. The hub, your hub. Yes. You know? In fact, I, I don't want to get way off topic, but I did want to mention this. We just just yesterday, the podcast that Robert Reed does. Yeah, yeah. Um, for Gallery, Gallery America. America, it's a Gallery America podcast. Now he does the actual video. 30-minute show, too, but this is a a short little podcast he does. And he was here a couple of weeks ago and just wonderful, wonderful guy, incredible interviewer Mm -hmm. and editor, too, Mm -hmm. because he he reduced down all this time that we were talking and recording to an eight-minute podcast that Mm -hmm. is just incredible. It's a little poetic miracle. Mm -hmm. And he talks about the whole focus of it is how to become a poem. Mm-hmm. You know, or and and then he talks about how this place is where you can be the poem. Is that did he come up with that concept? You didn't introduce. We that. talked how about to, it. How to become a, the poem? I think you know? I brought it up, but he, he I can't remember. But he, that's what he like you. He grasped on that and yeah, wrote that down. Yeah, and that's kind of what the focus of it was. And so this going back to our poem for today is kind of that same thing. Is where is that place where she can absorb, become immerse herself in the poem and I, I like I think you can take this you know a couple of ways mm-hmm. because it's it's got a good metaphoric quality to it because um, you're you're talking about her garden was the atmosphere that her mother created mm-hmm. and I the first time I read it I just literally thought her mother had a garden oh and that okay. garden was a place where she could go and, com- and write poetry. And Mr. Metaphor here. No, I think it's the- both. Oh, it's both. Okay. <laughs> I think right. it's both. But that was just my first thought. Mm-hmm. Because also the uh, it's hanging in our little theme area that's just called nature. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, well, 
you know, maybe it's just about this garden that was special to her, mm-hmm. and it was one that her mother had created. I see. And that was a place where she could be creative, too. And gardens are really creative, Gards, aren't Gardens they? are poetic. Yeah. Gardens are creative and poetic. Yeah. If you make a, a beautiful one that's really enticing and inviting. And you that, want to linger, and you linger and that sit takes and creativity. observe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's, this, is, this is like we've said before. It's an occasion for a poem. Mm-hmm. It's the beginning of a poem. It's got a beautiful um, a start and an idea and a resonance to it. And, and the, the words, uh, the, the nouns, are so resonant. Mm-hmm. So this is a poetry seed, a mm-hmm. kernel, a, yep. se- a seed of poetry to, yeah. that's going to germinate and sprout. Yeah, and, put it in some butter make it <laughs> pop. <laughs> <laughs> let it ex- yeah, yeah, let it explode. But I had I wrote down something that I thought either this question's going to annoy you or you're going to you know, Am it, I going to throw this glass of wine at you? And you're not you're not going to be able to say No, I'm not because it's a good glass of wine. The answer's in the question because you're not going to be able to say it because and also this is such a silly question to ask you but I'm going to ask you anyway. What I liked all this prefatory information what is you had your, for this question. Here it is. What is your and what is your poetry place? You know what I mean? <laughs> It's such a interviewee question, uh-huh. but I know it's more than this museum. It's just my head. It's your head. It's just my head because I can write a poem anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I was thinking. It okay. Is, it See, is, you knew it, the answer. I did kind of know the answer, but I wanted to hear it because it, it is anything that, that, that you that strikes your interest and you look at it and you, this, you start to uh, organize in your, in your, in your mind mm-hmm. as noteworthy mm-hmm. and you want to communicate yeah. and, and share that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I do get a lot of inspiration from, like in this point, from the natural world. Yes. And when it's 105 degrees, I'm not going to go sit out there and be inspired by it. But I might look out the window. Look out the window and, <laughs> and observe it. Or yep. go out really, really early, like we had yoga at nine this morning, which, you know, I'm not a big morning person, so that's pretty early for pretty me. Pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. And it was still, we still had a breeze. And Thank goodness we had a breeze. Yeah. Yes. There was, you all didn't notice it because you were all, I think, lying down. Yeah. At this point, but there was a pretty good sized hawk that flew over. Oh, it was saying, is there anything down there to eat? I'm hungry. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm like you. My poetry place, if I have one, is when I notice some when something jars me. Mm-hmm. And by jarring, it doesn't need to be bad. It could be you know seeing a little um, um, one of those purple hair streak butterflies fluttering around. Nothing. Oh, look at this. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else notice this? Or it'll be like a yellow-billed cuckoo that it's killed itself against the window laying on the, <laughs> laying, truly, you know, and laying on the back deck. And I'm thinking, this is tragic. I must write about this. <laughs> you know, what is that? Which I did, by the way. You, I don't know if you remember that. It's but too it's, bad y'all couldn't see Bill's face just then. Yeah. He was just so... I was so passionate about this, you know. It's like, so serious. I am serious. You know, like this, this, this is tragic. I'm going to share this. It is true. You know, that day I was out in the pool and there was a moth floating in the pool. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just dead. And then it lifted up, you know, one little leg. And I, so I scooped it up and set it very carefully on the concrete. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a poem about that mm-hmm. because it had one of its wings was broken. So it was definitely going to die. Mm-hmm. And I set it up there on the concrete, and I was hoping it would go over there toward the grass, but it looked at me, I swear, uh-huh. looked me straight in the face, and walked quickly toward me and back to the water. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I said, I must end this existence. I don't know, but mm. that was quite the experience. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Moth suicide. <laughs> no. That, that, I would have had to write about that, too. You, I, know. you know, I just thought... Uh, 
he wants help, and mm-hmm. I can't help. Mm-hmm. You tried right. to help, and that was not what he wanted. I did what I could do. Did what you could do. I can't repair a moth wing. No, no, right, <laughs> yeah. But it, but here's here my here I go to re, to, here he goes, people. To, Look out to repair a moth wing. To me, that sounds like the title of a po- poem. All right, you know, write it down. I, I need it. Sean's, Sean's like You're, you amateur, <laughs> you know, yeah. But all down. of the all of these. Yes, you write it down. And all of these words in this poem are so resonant. There are such great nouns for a poem. And and poems have to be noun heavy. But so they just stand out to me. Tunnels, poetry place, garden, mother, guide. Um, and the fact that the there's so much going on here in this little space, the, the juxtaposition of the tunnel with the garden. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Because almost any time you hear that phrase, the light at the end of the tunnel, you're thinking, oh, my God. Here it's, we go. Somebody's going to have a near-death experience. It's such or, a cliche. I know. I always think of Bugs Bunny and that darn train. I just think I'm going to get preached to, you know. There's yeah. going to be some religious Walk message. Walk toward the light. <laughs> you know. Message that comes in. So that's pretty cool that that gets sort of uh, turned around, basically. Yes. yes. And... Um, yeah. So. I wonder what the catalyst was for the light coming up. Maybe it was a remembrance of a poem, or just, or just to write about the darkness, Sean. Sometimes I think coming. You know. I think also because then that's where the garden comes in, and that's where it gets juxtaposed with the tunnel. You know, the tunnel is the darkness and the, the mystery and the shadow, and maybe there's some there's some feeling of death in, inside mm-hmm. of there, and then you come out into the living world. You come yeah. out into the the place where life is uh, thriving. Because isn't some of the most beautiful poetry, let me rephrase that, I think some of the most beautiful poetry <laughs> is, is it comes from a place of um, darkness in a way. You know, I, um, I personally enjoy struggles and mm-hmm. uh, triumphs and, and tragedies and I enjoy reading them. I love sunny, beautiful poetry as well, but I like the I like the dark yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and people come to poetry for that mm-hmm. so often because it's uh, it may be talking about something that you do not want to to face yourself, and so a poem helps you do that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like so I did ask my lover the online etymology dictionary yes. about tunnel, right? And it uh, it comes from old French word meaning funnel shaped net for catching birds. Mm. Yeah. Tunnel funnel. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it also could be there's various words that it could possibly come from. It could also come from ton t o n n e meaning a cask for liquids. Um, it also might have the meaning of a tube or a pipe, such as an underground passage. So that's the the sense that we mainly know it as. I think um, the phrase tunnel vision. When do you think that? Uh, our first known usage tunnel vision. of tunnel vision came up. I'm going to say 1889, Victorian. Well, yeah, it's pretty close. Think of um, when the Titanic sunk. 1912. 1912 is when tunnel vision began. The I mentioned at the beginning my really bad point uh, joke about the tunnel of love. When do you think that began? Oh, that's definitely uh, 1850. No. Oh. N- 1911. Oh my gosh! Actually, all these early. Yeah, 1900s. it actually it says in reference to New York's Luna Park. So it even started in the doesn't it the sound US. Victorian? You know, they loved Luna love Park. Luna Park. Yeah, that, that needs to have a, a Luna Moth emblem on it. 
Now, the light at the end of the tunnel is mm. from? The light at the end of the tunnel. Is it biblical? Is it, um, is it uh, Victorian? Mm-hmm. Victorian. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein, when the monster came to life, perhaps? <laughs> I, don't I know. know. It's from 1882. 1882. Yeah, so okay. these are all things that are kind of around the turn of the century, uh, all of these phrases that have to do with tunnel. Oh. Interesting. Uh, it, yeah. I also found this from American Magazine from 1922 about the Tunnel of Love. I kind of like this. It said that uh, many amusement parks are responsible for a surprising number of proposals. Couples are allowed to drift through the dark or semi-dark underground caverns, usually in a boat or a gondola, born on an artificial stream of water. Their dim interiors often give a bashful young man the opportunity to propose. Propose or do other <laughs> Inappropriate things. That's right. If he comes out with a red mark on his face, you know he did wasn't successful. That's right. Uh, then that goes into you know Bruce Springsteen's "Tunnel of Love." I can still hear the intro poem. in my mind. Yes, yep. I can feel the soft silk of your blouse mm. and them soft thrills in our little fun house. Yep, and <laughs> Bruce could woo the ladies. Something mm. was going on in the fun house. It sure was in the tunnel mm. of love, mm. right down, baby, into. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she went down that tunnel hole, rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm just never fond of making tunnels, though. You know why? Why? You're it's not, just boring. Boring, B-O-R-E. <laughs> like, like, a, like a caterpillar through an apple. It's boring. <laughs> right. Well, and, and there, it's, tunnels can be kind of terrifying. You know, that there's a, a spider that lives in a tunnel, and it's, got a tra- it's called trapdoor spider. And it's got this like low, low, lowish web. Anytime an insect walks across it and you know makes a vibration, that sucker pops out, grabs you, pulls you into that tunnel. How terrifying is that? That is terrifying. I've never heard of that. Uh, a trapdoor trap spider. spider. Yes. Jeez. Imagine if they were like the size of a of a of a large goat. <laughs> you know? and, I, and I'm walking and I'm walking through the woods and I think, there's a look at these beautiful webs, you know. <laughs> oh, less, less I, I had a dream about my old old Buffy cat. She's been gone years now, but she was always ferocious. I had a dream about her once that she was like the size of a lion, and mm. she was sitting on my couch, taking up the entire couch when I walked in the front and door. You're like, she's like, try to that clean was this terrifying. couch. Try to clean this. <laughs> try. She was she was mean without having all that. Well, with substance a name like with a name her. like Buffy. I mean, <laughs> Now, I just thought, Bill, you mentioned going back to the, the tunnel thing. Yeah. You said something about, is it biblical? Yeah. And actually, you know, as far back as the Bible, the tunnels were, they did have a, a symbolic meaning. So uh, people could cut a channel through the rock in, in search of what was truly precious. And that's from the book of Job. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, um, yeah, and... Stephen King, he makes use of tunnels quite a bit too. Yes, in his books. And, and tunnels as are a quite, journey, you know, as and, a journey mm-hmm. motif. Right. Even the Underground Railroad was a form of yes. tunnel. So there are so many symbolic mm-hmm. references. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yep. So. And like I said, the light at the end of the tunnel when you're going through that darkness and you come out on the other side and it's bursting with light and hope. That kind of goes back to our poem. It's bursting with the with the life of a garden. Yeah. Yeah. And even if this is not the complete answer to her issue, it gives her lifelines and, um, or him, uh, lifelines 
and sort of references to sort of deal with whatever this person is dealing with in the dark times mm -hmm. in poetry. Because sometimes this is not, there's not always going to be a complete answer or solution to everything, but there are ways to cope and deal. Mm -hmm. And that's the best sometimes we can do. And and the garden helps with that mm -hmm. too. Yeah, it's a it's a symbol of happiness and um, it is the consciousness, the soul, mm -hmm. the beginning renewal. I mean, going back to the biblical thing, you know, the Garden of Eden garden and of all Eden. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Now, when I was looking around at uh, and just researching tunnels, like I do, I did find a poem <laughs> I really like. And a poet I knew nothing about. So you, you went down a tunnel and discovered something. I did. Mm -hmm. And this woman was amazing. <laughs> and she's just an example of, you know, the fact that the patriarchy writes our history. Because people should know who this is. I should have known mm -hmm. who she is. Be, uh, she was born in 1898 and died in 1986. Lived a very long life. Mm -hmm. Her name was Elsa Gidlow. She was a poet and a philosopher. She was born in England the eldest of seven children and immigrated to Montreal when she was six. Uh, she grew up in poverty. She was self-educated. Her parents had very little money. Um, she spent some time when she grew up in Montreal's art circles, and then she moved to Manhattan and then to San Francisco, and there she met the poets Robinson Jeffers and Kenneth Rexroth, very, uh, very well-known mm -hmm. modern poets and other journalists and and she knew the activists, uh, activists Phyllis Lyon and Del Martin, the first gay couple to be legally wed in California. Interesting. In, um, in the early 50s, Gidlow was investigated as a suspected communist, which, you know, a lot of writers and of artists course, were. Of course, yes. <laughs> she did identify as an anarchist, <laughs> and she did testify mm -hmm. at the House Un-American um, Activities Committee. She published many books of poetry and prose. Um uh, historians think her book, published in 1923, called On a Gray Thread, was the first collection of openly lesbian love poetry that was published in North America. So again, interesting. why? Yeah, why interesting. Don't, why well, better I late than her? never that you've discovered her. Well, yeah. Yes. And yes. her her autobiography, Elsa, I Come with My Songs, from 1986, was the first uh, lesbian autobiography not published under a pseudonym. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. And so this poem I found, it's just called Youth, and okay. it's by Elsa Gidlow, and I was wanting to read it. Yes. I must go down, down, down below the crust of things, under the shadows into thought-haunted places where few go, where the road is broken and traveled by monsters, truths with hard sphinx faces. I must go down into the caves of life, into the darknesses deep, deep, below the good of things, below the evil of things, where the calm roots of wisdom creep. I must tunnel under the bloom of dreams, under the framework of fancies, tunnel alone. What if I shatter frail things, break delicate flowers of myth, timorous dreamers have sown? I must go down. Below narrow roads men have made, below bridging lies men have built, into the caverns of truth. I know pain is waiting there, eager to break me, but I am strong. I have faith in my youth. Living is crusted with lies. I want life naked, laughing and young, not fettered, not tamed, but life unashamed with the cry of desire on her tongue. Very nice. Isn't that a beautiful well, poem? It's beautiful. And, you know, I, I enjoy the subtle references. Men have lied. 
men have built mm-hmm. tunnel under mm-hmm. to get to whatever truth is hers. Yeah, go. You, you, it takes a journey into the yeah. darkness to find the truth. But also any woman from her era who's felt the the a man's boot on her neck, and I, I'm, I don't mean that mean that lightly, is going to be called an anarchist. Mm-hmm. Is going to be called a troublemaker. Yep. You know, any unmarried woman was looked at with suspicion uh, back in, in in a certain time, mm-hmm. which is so odd to me now. Uh, so I'll have to maybe look into this poet. Yeah, you know? yeah. She had this. This was from poets.org. There were there were several of her poems on there, and I haven't looked, but I was going to go check and see if I can find any of her books too. Right. And, right. Um, yeah, she she died at her home on June eighth, nineteen eighty six. It says her ashes are interred near the Moon Temple at Druid Heights. Oh, it sounds lovely. Yeah, Moon Temple. which is somewhere north of San Francisco. Oh, Druid nice. Heights. Druid Heights. <laughs> yeah, I imagine lots of tunnels and trees. You know. Yeah, this poem reminds me. I, I wonder if Adrian Rich was familiar with this poem because it reminds me of the seminal uh, feminist poem Diving into the Wreck mm-hmm. by Adrian Rich where it, the whole poem is this metaphor of this of this woman putting on all the gear of like scuba diver and diving down into the ocean to uh, view this wreck that's mm-hmm. down there but the whole issue is that she's diving into the past and to, into the history and into our communal lives together as men and women to discover who she is. Yeah, who she is and who yeah. she's who she should be free to be. Yeah. You know, I I, I, I got would, deep. I got I, deep there for a minute. Li- well diving diving deep. <laughs> You're diving deep. Yes. Oh, and about right. to knock something mm. over too. Yeah. Okay. Well I, very nice. Very nice. I think that that, that is yeah. lovely. Elsa Gidlow, y'all look her up. G I D L O W. If you didn't already know her, and I felt kind of embarrassed that I didn't know her, but that's okay. Well, you do now. Now I do. You do now, <laughs> and that, that, that's what's important. I, I I was wanted to segue into something that's kind of interesting, you know, because I'm approaching a certain age on mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. Are you? you? I am. I've already passed you at well, a certain that. age. Well, I know that, I'm okay with when it. You, I don't necessarily think I like it that much, but it's okay. What's What's uh, the day of your birthday anyway? Oh, it's I keep like it's, it's. I thought I wrote it 17, down. Like seventeen. The seventeenth. Seventeenth. Yeah. And when is Rob's? Because I was going to remember this. He's just the fourteenth. He's older 14th. than me. He's okay. he's a year older than me for four days. Okay. I don't let him forget it. Right. But you know, I was and so I did something that's so out of character for me, uh, and I, I'm kind of embarrassed by it. I was I thought you know back in the day I used to be a, a, kind of a handsome young man, and I I found a <laughs> you're fo- still a handsome well, thank man. Thank you. I'll, I'll give your your tip in a minute. Uh-huh. But I I found a photo of me when I was out with my brothers fishing, and I was uh, you know had this. I was working out, had this tan. I thought, I'm going to post this and throw this out there. Well, someone texted me and said, why are you posting thirst traps at your age? And I thought, they said it lovingly. (laughs) Well, I'm old enough to realize, I thought, A, I don't quite know what a thirst trap is. And B, you have a point. (laughs) I've actually never heard that phrase. Thirst trap. I think it's when you post something wanting attention for a physical appearance. Really? So I thought. I'm going to probably not do that anymore. No, you, know? you post whatever the hell you want. But, you know, because I was like, you know, at one time I was, I was 19, just about to turn 20. I was leaving. <laughs> the reason I did that is because I was leaving my teen years to enter the 20s. I'm leaving my fives to enter the sixes. So there was a parallel there. I actually love seeing you know? the photograph because I don't think I've seen any photographs of you from when you were younger. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. 
I was yeah, I with my brothers. I don't in know Northern what the heck Mexico. a thirst trap is. I, but... I don't either. But I thought, you know, it's not really that thirsty. I'm fully clothed, you know. Yeah, people are going to be like, what the heck is this photo about? But I just thought that was a moment of interest Interest. Yeah, for me. it was a great know. picture. You were holding up, what was that, a bat? A bat. Oh, it was a rainbow trout. It rainbow was like trout. about a, almost okay. a five-pound trout. Yeah, 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 and your white tank top. White, white your, tank top, you know. And your full head air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how I miss those days, you know. Right. But I was a muscle geek. I was a geek. Yeah. And I owned it. So. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, I thought, my gosh, you know. <laughs> anyway, I, I, it's happening this month, so it'll be it'll be fun, you know. There's a crazy mirror showing us both in 5D. I'm laughing at you. You're laughing at me. I've gone back to the Tunnel of Love. Okay. <laughs> I thought, what is she Do you saying? know that song really well? No, I don't, but I, I, I know uh, the intro. The last stanza is awesome. Stanza. <laughs> Here, Miss Poet. What do you call them in uh, in songs? Uh, lyric. The last lyric. lyric? The last, last line. Last line. Uh, well, no. It's, it's the last it, segment. Um, What's that? It's not the chorus. Um, it's a, a body of words. Uh, you know, password. <laughs> let me see. D- Dick Clark, don't get away from me. Um, All right. It ought to be easy. ought to be simple enough. Man meets a woman and they fall in love. But this house is haunted and the ride gets rough. You've got to learn to live with what you can't rise above. Mm-hmm. He's a good rider. If you want to ride on mm-hmm. down in the tunnel of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea, isn't it? Learn yeah. to live with what you can't rise above. You're right. That's the lesson of life. Yeah. Yes. And it helps if you have a garden <laughs> yeah. at the end of that tunnel. Yes. yes. To help you. I, I was wanting to ask you about uh, your your poetry and your ability to write effortlessly, uh, regularly. I know that um, Roxanne's a, a poet. Mm-hmm. Kelly, does Kelly write poetry? Uh, she can. And yeah. she can write good poetry, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because Roxanne's poetry is quite good. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just, I thought, I wonder if yeah, there's got to be some sort of a parallel here, some sort of a, you know, a, a, a pull to it. As a matter of fact, I've been wanting to read Roxanne's poem for such a long time. <laughs> so I'm going to. Is this I'm, the occasion for it? I, I um, What's this, a poem? It's a Roxanne's poem. About what? It's about her childhood. It's about her childhood and her tunnels, if you will. Oh, you okay. Know? And, right. uh, Where did you see that? And it's, uh, she she had posted a few weeks ago, and oh, I, did she? I, I thought enough of it that I I often snap photos that I of poetry that I love. Oh, all right. a, lo- a lot of your daily poem life posts I snap. Oh, okay. Is it, so I, I I did ask her permission a few weeks ago. Well, sure. Okay. Is that one she wrote about when it was mom's birthday or? Yes. Okay. All yeah. Right. I am from. I'm yeah, from. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm I am from. I am from, returnable RC bottles, croup rags, and kerosene. I am from sheep showers under the blackjack, delicate and delicious sour earth, from fog on the hay and hay on the fog. I am from purple irises and the pungent evergreen, a bug paradise. I'm from potatoes and dumplings, from Betty and Amos. I'm from just do its and live it ups, from tender feet and strong hearts. I'm from bringing in the sheaves, hear me low, amen, amen. I'm from Monty and Belvin's line, from snapping beans and plumping yeast rolls, from grandpa's combine cut index finger and mom's azure eyes. Under mom and dad's bed was a coat box protecting Polaroids, baby faces, old faces, cellar tops, gardens, black dogs pawing the fence. These are me before me, paper moments, 
from which I sprung. Mm. So this was uh, Roxanne's garden, in a sense. Yes, so the I, garden I, is I, full of paper moments. I saw a parallel between garden to garden. Mm-hmm. So I thought, let me segue this. I just thought, Isn't that wow. Lovely? Roxanne Yates, my Roxanne, sister. Roxanne, yeah. your sister. Mm-hmm. So, bravo. Well, yeah, and it's also because that last line, I'm writing it down as you said it, the, the paper moments from which I sprung is also what this poem that we talked about today is about because she said that was the poetry place uh, the garden that her mother made for mm-hmm. her that was where so, she sprung yeah so mm-hmm. it's an acknowledgement of our heritage gardens acknowledgement, and springing sprouting right seeds what helped us grow mm-hmm. and see and then some of that dark poetry that you read sometimes is from the place of what hindered mm-hmm. your growth you know, mm-hmm. that people write about because we all obviously did not have a nurturing oh, true. environment true. or garden mm-hmm. created for us. And uh, yeah. But so. there's a parallel often in like identification with someone who's gone through dark times. Like, oh, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I can identify. Mm-hmm. And then there's a soothing when you someone can identify with you. There's a balm. It's like, oh, you've been through it too. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what you've been through, but I've been through something similar. Yeah. And Roxanne's poem, you identify with that, you understand it, I think you empathize with it, and um, you you really feel that poem because the entire poem is just imagery. Mm -hmm. It is just her sharing and being vulnerable about what she remembered Mm -hmm. of her childhood. And that's what's always going to get us. Be vulnerable, share the details. And if you can't do that, well, don't write the poem. Yeah, and okay. she loves where she, she – right, leave it alone. Let it ruminate. But she loves where she's from. Yeah. And she appreciates and knows and acknowledges mm-hmm. her roots. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you, they're your roots as well, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. So I just loved Yay! it. Yay, thanks for bringing that in. Yeah. Thanks, Roxanne. Loved it. And thank you to – what were the initials? I can't read it on M- my paper. I, th- I think it's MKF. MKF. I believe. Yes, thank for you, MKF. this uh, lovely poem where we got to go down the tunnel into the garden. In the tunnel of love. Yeah. Spread right in. on, yeah. baby. Yeah. Earworm for everyone now. <laughs> <laughs> a good earworm. Now I'm going to go have – A good earworm. I have that on vinyl, you know. i got to go home and listen to that oh, on my man. record player now. Yeah, with the nice Hendrix on the rocks with some citrus. And, yes, right. well, and, and dance around and then make the record skip if I dance too hard on the floor. That's when you know you're dancing well. That's right. The cats scatter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, what the heck is she doing? Right. Well, thank you all for being with us. Yeah. Share drop, the word. Drop us a line. Yeah. Anytime. Something. Let, right. us, let us know you're out there. <laughs> Signs of life. Tunnels of life. Uh, don't and Bye, guys.